That's just, that's just, I'm just so, I can't, you can't I even, you can't even get yourself to do the intro. I, I'm just so, <laughs> I can't. It's not your mama's Christine Podcast. Welcome everybody to the most Christian podcast, the Christian podcast that takes itself too seriously, that doesn't take itself too seriously. I am your host, Shane, and that took all I had in me just to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you struggling so much? And here with Eric. Eric, I'm just I'm just done. I'm done. Done with what? Being stuck in my house. <laughs> and there's no end in sight. No. Well, there was supposedly so on the day we're recording this, which is Monday, the is it whatever, Sixth. April. <laughs> the Monday <laughs> the April. <laughs> Monday in April. I'm surprised I remember it was Monday. Um it was supposedly like semi better news. Like the rate of it going up was a lot less today, yeah. or something. So there's some good news for you. Yeah, hopefully it's starting to maybe tail off a little bit. Um, yeah, it's still going up, but um, hopefully we're starting to see where it's going to curve. Um, but yeah. but for you, you're a person that already needs to get out, mm-hmm. and you're married to a nurse, so mm-hmm. you're extra. Like you're almost acting like you have it. Yeah. So like. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to the store, you're wearing a mask. Yep. If you're not seeing anyone, correct. Um, so you have not seen another person. Yeah. And and remember <laughs> at all. And remember, we talked about this last time too. But this this quarantine is not new to us. We've been quarantined since Christmas, basically, because of everything yeah. with Russell. Yeah. So it's like extra long for our family and the fact that my wife is a nurse um she we're recording this at like 2 45 on monday afternoon and she works the night shift tonight and so she works night shift all this week and when she works night shift it's like working two days because she has to sleep during the day monday because she's going to be up all night and then she has to sleep tuesday because she was up all night so it's like this is the first. It's it's just not fun when she works night shift because hey, then. But she'll she'll be up all night tomorrow night. What What do you mean? <laughs> because it'll be like her daytime. She might as well just stay up all night tomorrow. Yeah. So she works like Monday night, Wednesday night, and then Saturday night and Sunday night. So it's like a tough schedule, and it, it's 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 never it's never easy when you got to work nights. But she does get paid more when she works nights, and since so she's working nights and weekends at double differential so that's really nice anyways yeah it's a nice that's a nice little brag to have when there's literally people listening that have lost their job shane and you're talking about how your wife's making double that and how see, you are still making money because if the if your congregants don't tie they are sinning see i so would you still are I making would, money th- that <laughs> typically that comment would have made me feel a little bit bad but it doesn't here's why because my wife is working her tail off as a nurse and, and a healthcare worker. I mean, like, so, yeah, she, honestly, she deserves to get paid what she's getting paid without a doubt because she is sacrificing so much just to go. So, no, I don't feel bad about talking about that. Um, do you feel like you deserve to get paid for how little work you are currently doing? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I hope your board is listening. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I know that there are board members um, uh, who do listen to this. And um, do I feel like I deserve to get paid? Oh, this you can't answer this correctly. Because huh. if you say you don't deserve it, they're going to be like, well, why are we paying him when there's people that could use it? Or if you say you do deserve it, you're being arrogant. <laughs> so but you see, can't win. That's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> see, do I feel like I deserve to be paid in th- in this moment? Um, I'm, going I'm surprised to go you're going to answer it. What? Go ahead. I, no, I, 
I am not doing as much work as I normally would do if this wasn't happening because I literally cannot with my wife having to go to work. That means that I have to have the kids. And if you've ever tried to get work done with a seven-month-old and a three-year-old all day, you get like an hour here or an hour there. I saw a meme this week where it said, if you're a parent working from home with kids, well, obviously if you're a parent, um, then your work hours are 9.15 to 9.40, 10.30 to 11.05. Like, and it's just like yeah. half hours randomly uh-huh. all throughout the day. And that's absolutely accurate. It's like, well, let me just try to fit in an email real quick or let me just try to send this out real quick or whatever it yeah. may be. So um, no, I'm not doing as much work. Um, <laughs> but uh, And I don't feel like I deserve to get paid, but I'm really thankful that I work at a church that does still pay me in the midst of all of this. Is that, I don't, is that, could I have a, any other answer than that? Uh, you don't have to, first off, you don't have to apologize for getting paid. <laughs> So just you're the you know worst. What well, what, you, what about you? What's your answer to that? I did, I've I'm a very hard worker. I deserve what I'm getting. <laughs> what do you mean? I haven't I haven't worked less because of this. Well, I don't, know, I don't know how you're working less. I've worked more. Oh my goodness, I've definitely worked less. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I think that well, for you too, for, it's a little bit different because Erica has been home, but now she is working. Yeah, home, but right? even with her working, it's been helping me because I've been able. It's easier schedule. Anyways, um, one of my you want to know my favorite meme recently has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, it has to do with the Tiger King, which I'm sure everyone's watched yeah. the documentary. Um, you know the part where he says, "I'm never going to financially recover from this." Yes, <laughs> there's a meme that has that part, and it's and it's just that quote underneath that says, "Every dad when they touch the when their kids touch a ther- uh, thermostat, <laughs> I'm never going to financially recover from this." <laughs> yeah, I've seen them use That's that meme. Favorite. A lot of things. Um, so, what do you for church? Are you we and we talked about this last week, but yeah. I, it's still very relevant. Are you guys doing it straight live? You pre recording? What are you guys doing for uh, church service? Well, we were doing everything live initially from from my basement, but now since as things have gotten worse, and since Lauren is a nurse, we aren't having anybody walk into our house just in case. Now, we, we still are fine. We have not shown any symptoms, but she works in a hospital and there are a lot of people who have it there and it's all around. And so we don't know if we're asymptomatic or anything like that. So before like the worship, we had some people coming to do worship and a couple other people from church helping. Now we're not doing any of that. Instead, our worship leader, Anthony, who was on this podcast a long time ago and his brother, Xander, um, they they pre-record worship and then we cut it. We have a guy, our guy who does our um, live stream normally has the computer at his house. Anthony pre-records worship like on Saturday and we'll send it to him and he will play it. And then when that is done, it cuts to a live stream of me at my house preaching. So okay. worship is pre-recorded. Preaching is, is live right now at least. Yeah, we're, we've been doing live everything. This past week we did live like from frank's house mm-hmm. and then back live to my house and um we're probably going to go to all pre-recorded this week we're still trying to figure it out um, well, now i, I re- watched your the beginning of your live stream and you talked about how important it is to do everything live so now what are you going to say i know um the the i still feel like it's it is important and we want to keep doing it live yeah but at this point um because i was watching i watched the video back and we did the best like we've spent hours trying to figure out how it's going to work all this right. stuff, and it still just wasn't that good a quality mm-hmm. and i've and i've been 
asking everyone and no one else cares whether it's live or not. <laughs> I yeah. found out. Even though I still want to do it, I still feel like it's important. It's just I don't know how much I can keep going that way and sacrificing the quality of church and making it hard for people to even have church because mm-hmm. um, the audio or the video is is a little bad. Yeah. When we can do it another way. So I'm 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 still trying to we're still trying to figure it out. We were gonna do for Easter. We want to do something different. We were thinking about doing um, a drive-in service, which I'm sure you've seen mm-hmm. that. Um, for those of you that are listening that don't know what that is, even though you probably do. Uh, it would. It's like a drive-in movie theater. You come in, you get an FM transmitter, you drive into the parking lot, You the pastor preaches, and they do everything through the sound system. There's an FM transmitter in the sound system, so you can put it at a certain station. You're in your car. You're still together, which I like that, mm-hmm. um, but there's you're just listen, listening to it on FM transmitter. So we were doing all this work to try to figure that out. I contacted the sheriff of, of our county to see if we were allowed to do it because we didn't want to do anything we weren't supposed to do. And then for our state, which a lot of states have gotten, last week we got a, a stay-at-home order. So we, they were told to stay at home. So once we got that, we're like, okay, well, we can't do a drive-in service. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that Wednesday, the sheriff sent me a, like some kind of document that basically told us how we can still proceed with drive-in service for church. Yeah. Um, I found that the government at times is very hesitant to tell a church they can't meet. So they're willing to be more flexible for a church because because of um, religious freedoms, they don't want to do a certain amount. So then we had a really long debate of whether we should do it or shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I actually called, Shane knows I called him about it, asked what he would do. Mm-hmm. And I called a lot of different pastors. So what was your opinion when I asked you if we should still do that? Knowing that yeah. we were allowed to do it legally, mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. a document that said so, but our governor, who also wrote this document that I had, um, kind of wants everyone to stay at home. Yeah. Uh, well, what did you say? Someone, I talked to somebody else about this too after you and I had the conversation. Well, let me let me give you my initial reaction was, no, you shouldn't do it. Um, and then, But that was even before you explained like the everything with the sheriff. Like You were like, we're, we're planning on doing the giant church. And right away in my mind, I was like, no, that's a terrible idea. You should not do that. And that's, that's not a good representation. And um, for you in your context... Now there are, I will say this: there are some churches that I know of who are doing drive-in church because either one they have an older congregation and who are not tech savvy and have no <laughs> idea how to even access Facebook or Facebook Live or YouTube or whatever it may be, and that creates a lot of problems. So I get mm-hmm. that; that makes sense. But they are also older, and those are the people who are most at risk during this time. So there, there is a trade-off there. But I understand that. But for you, that's not your situation with your congregation. I mean, you, you, there are people of all ages who go to your church, same as same as my church. But both of our churches are younger churches who all have no issues accessing a live stream. So I was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you, why would you do that? Um, we might want to pause. I can hear them singing happy birthday. So I don't know if that's going to come. Yeah. (laughs) It's all right. Just keep going. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to. (laughs) Nope. Nope. You know what? They're where I'm stuck in the house with all the kids. Just like like. listening is. So get over it. If you can hear them singing happy birthday in the background. (laughs) This is what it's like to work from home. Um, It's no one's birthday. I don't know who they're singing it to. (laughs) But and then when you told me that about the sheriff, I was like, "Oh, well, I guess that that you could." And then the more that we thought about it and talked about it, I was like, "I just don't see the the I don't think that the pros outweigh the cons of it." Um, but somebody told me later that when Governor Hogan, who's the governor of Maryland, made the stay-at-home order, 
somebody, I don't know if this is true or not, so if it's wrong, then, then forgive me. Um, they told me that, oh, well, actually, drive-in churches are included by Governor Hogan that they are allowed. Mm-hmm. By Governor Hogan. So, Yeah, the even, form I have is from Governor Hogan. Okay, so even though that the the it's a stay-at-home order and they want people to stay at home, they'll still allow it if you go to a drive-in church. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that was the debate we were having, and I asked a lot of different pastors about it because I I'm not here I'm not here to say that drive-in churches as of now if you're at a state that's a stay-at-home order is you should not do or should do you know your context I know churches that like you said it's mostly older people they ain't gonna have any church at all if you don't do something like that right. so you can have the precautions and it is allowed in mm-hmm. this state to still do it so still do it but. What what kind of got us to decide to not do it is we didn't feel like it was the socially responsible thing to do for us. Mm-hmm. That we understand what this order from from our governor is. It's they don't want people to go. They're given exceptions for certain things, but they would if if you ask them, they would rather you not. That's why they make this order. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? If it's we don't want anyone to feel pressured to come. It's going to be a ton of work, and it might not even be worth it. We're going to be together, but not really, because I can't talk right. to anybody. I can't go to anyone's car. I can't do hand stuff. Um, and we were thinking it might be a good marketing thing, but then our other staff was like, I actually think it'll be terrible marketing, because people are going to see that, and they're going to go, that's a terrible idea, not knowing that you have permission to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started to get all these news articles, which we shared one on Facebook last week, about all these pastors that, kept, that were still meeting, and we'll touch on that. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know what? We are probably going to get thrown into that without them even knowing that we're allowed to do it and that we're taking precautions. Yeah. So just to be socially responsible and to do what we are being asked to do, because we're being asked to stay home so we can stop the spread of, of COVID-19. Um, the best thing we can do as a church is to be re- is to be respectful of that order so we decided to go against it for that reason mm-hmm. um and then we kept i kept reading about churches that are still meeting and those really started to piss me off like crazy yeah and yeah. so i can only imagine a person from our community that has never been to church or doesn't go to church often sees that we're doing that their reaction is oh just like that pastor in florida yeah but just like that pastor in louisiana uh-huh. and i don't we don't want to be falling underneath that well so what are the pros of doing the driving church that you guys talked about for your context uh the main pro was that we there we would be together like we would be able to be together we'd be able to see each other mm-hmm. even though we're not really together um and i saw another pastor that and they're like ah, i think it's a weak pro because you're not really together you can't actually talk yeah um but just the same reason i i don't want to go away from doing live mm-hmm. even though we probably are now is because i think there is something to us doing it together we're doing church live where we are and we're in the same facility doing that um and then i thought it'd just be something different and cool and creative to do but mm-hmm. um which are always looking to do stuff like that but i think that's actually going to hurt us at the more we think about it yeah and help us yeah um and we always have this in our back pocket. Like we have the stuff we can, once it starts to lighten up a little more and we still can't really meet, but we're, it's a little looser mm-hmm. then we might do a service that way because we can, but to rush it for, we want to do something special for Easter. And yeah. that felt like something special. Um, but at the end of the day, we felt like it might actually hurt us more than it'll help us. Right. And, and we decided, you know what, maybe just the message of Jesus needs to be enough. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe for Easter, instead of us thinking of the gimmick that we can sing, yeah. bring people in, thinking about all these fancy ways that, that we normally think about, like we both do that. Uh-huh. This year it's like, oh, we're forced to just go, you know what? 
The message Jesus is enough, and that's all we're going to do. We're not doing anything too special. We're just going to preach the good news, and that's going to be enough for Easter because it really is, and yeah. we make it too much sometimes, especially me, yeah. me, me being a three, an achiever. I, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, that that is a real pressure because we've talked about it on here before. Every time that every time of year where Easter starts to roll around, we talk about this a little bit, and um, a pastor on Easter is a person who has a lot of pressure on themselves that oftentimes is placed on ourselves because of us, by us, but it also can be placed on a pastor by their board or by their church or whatever it may be because it's the biggest Sunday of the year. This is the Super Bowl. This is this is everything. Like right, like this is a, such a great opportunity. There will be people sitting in your church who maybe have never been there before who you definitely will have new visitors who've never been there before um and who knows what their state of their life is and this may be your only opportunity to reach out to them and share the gospel with them so it's like all this pressure on it where it's like i need to win this person over for jesus christ in this moment so i need to everything needs to be perfect everything needs to be cool there needs to be great transitions we need to have entertainment on top of the message of Jesus. And there's all this stuff that goes into it. And it's like such an important weekend that is so overwhelming and almost can get to the point, for me it has, it can almost get to the point where it's like, I dread it coming because I know how much pressure is involved in it, which which I place on myself. Mm -hmm. So, and now in this moment where we have no choice, and I still want to make it special somehow and unique somehow. Um, and there really are not many things that, that we can do. So one thing that we are going to do to try to give us, um, and this wasn't my idea. This was given to us by Ken Balch, who is, um, uh, works in a part of the Church of Nazarene in our district. Um, and I don't even think he came up with this idea. But we're going to uh, – we stream live on Facebook and on YouTube. And then we are also going to open up a Zoom page where everybody from church will receive an invite with a password because I've heard about yeah. – Why Why you need to do that? Because some churches were sending out – like for their children's ministry, they, they would send out a Zoom link on Facebook that isn't protected, doesn't to have a world. password. What would you say? To the world, to the to world. everybody. It's just posted out there with no password to get in. And so anybody could sign in, and they would do their children ministry that way. And the problem is people would sign in and just start throwing porn up on their screen or like some inappropriate things in the middle of a children's ministry or church ministry thing that was happening. That is it, – it's just sick because especially when it comes to the kids' ministry stuff, it's like there are kids in there. Like, I don't understand a person who gets any sort of joy out of that or even thinks that it's funny or if they're just a miserable person, they just want to make other people feel more it's most, miserable. I mean, it's most likely you're talking about like a 14-year-old kid that's doing this, right? Like, that's yeah. what you're talking about, most likely. You don't really know, but I just hackers, man, that are pulling pranks. We used to make, not, I'm not saying it's the same level, but this is the thought that's going into it we used to call people and do pranks on them right and like say certain things when we'd call people on the phone that didn't know us yeah but i never mess with a kid i know i know that and i haven't seen that much with kid stuff i've seen more just adults either way it's still it's really yeah. stupid to do but that's the approach that there are people right. are going through hey you can do it it's gonna be funny to me yeah so but what we're doing for easter is we're gonna have our live stream on facebook and youtube and then also have a zoom 
meeting where the whole church, anybody who wants to in our church, they will receive an email from us with how to sign in and they can feel like they're sitting with their church in their living room while Mm -hmm. watching the live stream. I feel like that's the closest that we can get to having church together. And now we we will mute everybody during the service. And then like at the end, we're going to open it up. And if people want to like say hi or talk to one another, they're, they're free to do that sort of a thing. Yeah. So, but the, and then and then we're also doing communion together, where I encourage everyone to have elements at their home. It doesn't matter what sort of elements, just some sort of juice or whatever, and bread or crackers. And I'm going to lead everybody in communion. Yeah. Um, but we're, we were talking about trying to be socially responsible. Yeah. And the reason why I really wanted to touch on this, and I, we should get to it now, is um, there have been churches that have decided, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care what we're told, I don't care what the nation tells, I don't care what our president tells us. <laughs> yeah. The president that they voted for. I don't care what he told us. I don't care what our governor tells us. We are meeting and we are doing church like we're like we're going to. And there's been a lot of news articles. Um, Shane, tell us about some of them that have come out recently. Um, well, I think the most famous one is uh, a pastor down in Florida who was arrested. Um, he's actually a pastor of like a mega church. And and um, Eric, you shared this on our Not Your Mama's uh, page on Facebook. And um, it's he's a pastor of a mega church down in Florida that there's like thousands of people that go to this church. And um, he was asked to not hold service just like every church has been asked to not not do. And he just decided, nope, we're going to do it anyways. And so not only do they hold service, but they also encourage everybody to shake hands. They encourage everybody to greet one another, to hug one another, all of those sort of things in the middle of this uh, of this pandemic. And so he was arrested after that service um, because the police even tried to contact him before his Sunday service, and he just ignored them. And he wouldn't answer any of their calls, wouldn't meet with them, none of those sort of things. So he was he was arrested. There's also another pastor in Louisiana. Um, this is uh, the pastor of Life Tabernacle Church, which is close to Baton Rouge in, in Louisiana. Um, his name is Pastor Tony Spell. So he held services. And then he was arrested last week for that. And then just yesterday, on April 5th, he held service again after being arrested. And hundreds of worshipers came back. This is an article um, from uh, Reuters.com. And uh, hundreds of, hundreds of worshipers came back, uh, many of them arriving in, it says, 26 buses that were sent out to pick them up. So not only are they sitting in church together, but they are riding to church together on buses. And now they did what? say the Lord. Why do they do that part? I don't know. To make it even worse for some reason? I don't know. <laughs> But um, the lawyer of the pastor said everyone but immediate family members kept a social distance of at least six feet. It's crazy. So the pastor, this is a quote from him. He said, they would rather come to church and worship like free people than live like prisoners in their homes. It's crazy. Uh, What else? Didn't he have another crazy line? Um, let's see, uh, let's see, referring to depression and anxiety suffered by people forced to stay home. He asked, could it be that it is worse than the people who have already contracted the virus and died? So what he's saying is that there, people are dealing with anxiety and depression because being stuck at home and that's worse than contracting the virus and dying. Uh, but there was a, another person who, um, who, att- <laughs> Seth Savannah, <laughs> Yes. Sorry. It's all right. Kids came up. Keep going. There's another person who attends a church. His name is Tim Hampton. 
And this is his quote. He said, I'm not scared of this virus. When it's my time, it's my time. And that seems to be the attitude of a lot of people in in our country and in our world who are just like, you know what? If I get it, I get it. Then I'm meant to get it. It's like, that's the dumbest mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard. It's like, why? And why is that dumb? It's like saying, uh, like jumping out into shark infested water. And it's like, if I get bit, I get bit. It's my time no, to it's, die. It's, it's not that way. It's, it's, Here's why it's dumb. Because, yeah, if we get it, we're most likely fine. But why are we staying oh, yeah. home? Yeah, we're It's st- because it's for the other people that are right. not going to be fine. So it's not just saying, if I die, I die. It's like, no, you're saying, if I die and take, my, and take your grandparents with me, and then so I'll do it. it. Because I don't want to stay at home. Right. Uh, there is going to get to a point, like, there, people keep saying all these dates that are possible when things are starting to back up. The, the most realistic and it's more like optimistic is june like the beginning of june yeah and who knows but it won't be all let's not good the floodgates are open mm-hmm. um but i am i do understand that we are communal beings and we need to get out and i and we're struggling doing this but we know it's our responsibility so this is our weight our cross to bear right now right is just stay yeah. home don't enter out with people but once summer comes like we as a society can't keep doing this we have to be able to leave our businesses cannot survive if this mm-hmm. doesn't happen so i so hopefully we're able to do that because of the precaution we're taking now but everyone's gonna get to a point at some point they're like you know what i don't care anymore i have to get out because there is a depression suicide stuff um two weeks is not that though yes like <laughs> get over it number one um yeah, so I, I don't I just think as the church we should be the example of it, and mm-hmm. this isn't us saying we're afraid, and that's why we're not doing service. It's saying that we uh, understand what we're called to do, mm-hmm. and we are called to protect the vulnerable and innocent, even if it means that our church won't get as much money mm-hmm. because of ties, even if it means that it's going to hurt a little bit when it comes to just church services in general, which isn't a dumb argument anyways because of the society we live in and internet and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so to do that is just, it's, it's arrogant and greedy to me yeah. to f- continue to have services when you are being told and asked not to, it's mm-hmm. not the government controlling religion. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. It's the government saying, we need your help to protect people. And you guys have a lot of people meeting. Can you find another way to meet for now? Just like everything is doing, just yeah. like every business is doing. I understand it's religious, but you, you can't, you can't act like we're, you know what? We're, we're religious, so we're still going to meet when we can meet online, mm-hmm. and it's socially responsible for us not to. I just think it's the most socially irresponsible thing for any pastor to continue to meet when we are being asked not to as of now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole attitude of we have nothing to fear but fear itself, and and they're not giving enough uh, attention to the 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 true effects of this. And people like these pastors, and there are. Uh, community leaders or whoever, anybody that has influence who is communicating to the rest of the world or, or to people that they know that this really is not as bad as everyone is making it out to seem, then you are just encouraging these other people to risk themselves. Like I went to the grocery store yesterday because we had to get food, right? Like that's one of the places where you can go and 
you have no choice when you run out of food. It's like, well, we got to eat. And so I went to the store and, and I was wearing a mask and I was wearing gloves. And uh, most people are now at this point. You you went to the store and you saw the same thing. It's like most people are wearing where, masks. Where we are at least. Yeah, where we are. Most people are wearing masks and gloves. And um, at, when this first started, I was like, I'm not going to wear a mask. And now at this point, especially with my wife being a nurse, she's like, you'd have to wear a mask out there. And so when I was at the store and since – the majority of people are doing that. Whenever I would see somebody walking around with no mask and no gloves in the grocery store and they're touching things and they're grabbing things and they're walking right by one another. And I'm like, why? Like, I just don't understand why you're risking. Like, what does it hurt to wear a mask and gloves? What does it hurt? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't wear a mask or gloves when I go to the store. So why? I try to be extra careful. Well, I think the mask, it's from what everything I have read when it comes to masks. Here's why I'm not wearing a mask gloves a little different i do try to i one thing i do when it comes to my hands is i don't normally have gloves we don't i I don't really have a ton we have some gloves in my house i just never think about it Mm -hmm. and if i'm wearing long sleeves i use those long sleeves to touch to push the cart Mm -hmm. i try not to even get a cart the reason i don't wear a mask is because from what i've read and tell me if i'm wrong because your wife's a nurse so she'll know is that it doesn't as much stop you from getting it compared to you more spreading it from what I heard. That's like what you I've, have, I've heard yeah, that too, but that, that can't make sense. Why? Why, why then would doctors wear a mask when they walk into a room of a sick person? Because there's people in there that do have it, that coughed or whatever. I know it's, if, if this disease is, if you cough or sneeze that those particles will float in the air. And then if you step into it, you get it. But mm-hmm. I've heard that. it, And I, I don't know. I just, I don't think that that's right. I don't know. I just that's I just don't do the mask because I don't. I'm not but, doing so, the mask yet. But the because I've, I've heard it, it, we don't need to unless you like have it. Then you should be wearing a mask. Well, I mean, if you have, it, you shouldn't be going anywhere. But then the other, the flip side argument that is, we all can be asymptomatic, so you may have it and you don't know. And yeah. so if the if the argument is you only wear a mask because it's it stops you from spreading it, you and I may have it. And we don't know, so we should be wearing a mask. Yeah, but then I know we're also running out of masks, and so now I got to go buy one and take ones from people that need it. You can buy like, one mask and you can reuse it. Well, that's a that's worthless if you're reusing it. No, it's not worthless. That's I, what Lauren I, has I, to do. She's she's working in because the you have a mask. No, <laughs> and well, first I off, might have a mask. First off, we we got a box a box of masks before when Russell was sick, so that's why we have masks. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, because we had to have it for, in case any of us got sick what, with Russell's surgery with. If you haven't heard about it, you can go back and listen to our previous episodes. But, um, but yeah, like Lauren is in a hospital where she has to reuse masks every time that she goes into patients' rooms. And Lauren works in labor and delivery. So mm-hmm. she, she is not working directly with people who have COVID-19 that they know of, but the hospital is filled with it. And every time they go in and out of a room, they have to wear a mask and they have to wear goggles. They have to wear gowns and glove up, all these sort of things for every single patient. But she has a mask that that they want her to reuse like for the day. Um, So it's okay to reuse it. It's better than nothing. Yeah, I know. I think it's only okay to reuse it because they have no other choice but to reuse it. Yes, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, but you're going in a spot that has for sure has it everywhere, right? Right, in hospital. Right. I, I go to the store once a week for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But what does it hurt? We what does it hurt to wear a mask? Because I don't have one. Where am I even going to get one? No, but I'm, I, I have one. I can give you one. 
I can't come to your house. I can drop it <laughs> off on your porch. If it's in your house, it probably already has it on it. <laughs> that would be the worst thing for me to do. I can't even buy toilet paper. How, where am I going to find masks at this point? But well, you see, you're, but, well, you can make it. A lot of people are making their own masks. I, I'm Me make it? I'm not making a mask. Erica's a teacher. She could do it. Or a scarf. You have scarves. I know you have scarves. Other people wear wear a shirt around their face. Like the, it, there is no downside to doing that. Is is my point? I uh, I don't. Yeah, of course. I guess you could say that. But there's a lot of things that we do. That there's no downside to, but yet we don't worry about it. But as much. it was encouraged by. Like, the, how often do you clean your phones? Yeah, I mean, how often I, do you clean your phone? I don't clean. That's it the dirtiest often. thing. Mm-hmm. You probably have you ever cleaned it? Yeah, I've cleaned it before, but not. But how long ago? I don't know. So good thing you're wearing that mask, and then right when you get home, you take that mask off and you talk on that phone that has it all over it. You should be cleaning that. Why don't you clean it? The f- <laughs> all right, hold on a second here. <laughs> See, I've cleaned my phone a lot, actually. First off, it was mandated in the state of Maryland with the stay-at-home order that if you go out, you should be wearing a mask with the stay-at-home well, order. Okay. So there was no comment about wiping your phone off eric so what they're saying you should be that's fair but what they're saying is you are on that phone while you are pooping and you've been doing that (laughs) every day for years and you probably haven't cleaned it that's probably the dirtiest thing in your house oh my goodness is it not this is a terrible argument that you're making and when (laughs) other people listen to this they're gonna be like you should just wear a mask it's not this it's not ridiculous for you to wear a mask I don't have one. I told you. You can make one. I'm not gonna look like Wear one a of the scarf. I'm not gonna look like one of the the wet bandits from Home Alone just to go to Why? get some milk. Do you, yeah. Do you have a bandana? Wear a bandana. No, I don't have a bandana. I'm not Kid Rock. Okay, I don't have a bandana. <laughs> yeah. All right. But as, can we get back? To, so these pastors. Here's some of the comments that mm-hmm. uh, people made. All right. So here's some of the comments I we posted on our on our uh, Facebook page, and here's some of the comments we got mm-hmm. from that. Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he also allows us to feel the consequences of our recklessness. This was just poor stewardship on this pastor's part. Um, my opinion, there's a whole lot of government overreach going on, and it isn't limited to religious mm-hmm. rights with an emoji going, huh? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, his teachings were just as dangerous as holy services for, in this time because supposedly he has some crazy teachings. Here's uh, here's here's the, the best one. Um, this is from our buddy Brandon. He said... <laughs> You are a window-licking, mouth-breathing, lead-paint, chip-eating, glue-drinking Neanderthal if you open your church's doors for worship. (laughs) You deserve to have your church's affiliation stripped of your denomination, thus all funding and financial stipends. How about tell your congregation, sit down as a family, and read the Bible at home? There are enough devotionals online to make it four to six weeks and no services. Worried about tithing? Mail it in your checks. USPS is still working. No internet access? Call someone who does. Have them buy you a devotional book and drop it off in your porch. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I know. That's, that's Brandon. And Brandon's actually a roadie, so yeah. he was the first one to stop working. He'll be the last one to go back to work. Yeah, really. But, all right, but let us know what you think in regards to this. Do you think that it's ridiculous for pastor to be doing this? Do you think it's okay? Where, where are you at? How are you dealing with the quarantine? And uh, what do you want your church to be doing for Easter? Um, give us. Yeah, give and us I'm some. also curious what uh, um, if you feel like your church is uh, meeting the requirements that they need to at this point to like still be at the church and mm-hmm. be, do church stuff when you can't really meet consistently because like i don't know how many churches are still like 
serving their community or, or if they stop doing that. Like I'm, I'm curious uh, with everybody how they feel their church is stepping up mm-hmm. and being socially responsible like we're called to be. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. So, but um, we know that it's a tough time. Um, so try to stay away. Wear a mask, Eric. If you go out, wear gloves. I don't have one. Protect yourself and protect the people around you. Uh, it's worth it. It's not dumb. So make sure you do that. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.